Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today is another AMA episode, that is, Ask Me Anything. I love to answer your questions, and if you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. On today's show, Matt asks, I've been invited to come into a new construction project for an eight-unit apartment building as an investor. The hard construction cost is $1.2 million, and the total value of the project when completed will be $1.8 million. We should be able to return the majority of the equity on refinance. The investor who originally invested in the project wants out. They made an initial investment of $250,000, and they've been with the project since inception up until now. They're asking for $310,000 for their 50% share of the project, and the project qualifies for a 10-year tax abatement. I'm also hearing the construction costs are falling, and I'm wondering if we should find a lower-cost general contractor to complete the project. I'm going to need to raise some money from investors for the equity participation in the project, and it's proving difficult in today's environment. Some of my investors are dentists who've been hit hard by the pandemic. Any thoughts on the project and the investment? Well, Matt, this is a great question. There's no question that raising money in today's environment is more difficult than it was six months ago. Some investors are sitting on cash waiting for deeply distressed bargains to appear in the market. I'm familiar with the location of your project, and I think you should be conservative in your underwriting for the investment. I would assume that rents will be lower than the current projections. There's been a lot of new construction in the area and the numbers of unemployed will put downward pressure on rents. Assume that rents fall 10% compared with today for a building that will complete a year from now. And if the numbers still work, then you might consider pulling the trigger. I understand that the current partner in the project wants to get bought out. They also want a profit, which is perfectly fair for value creation, but the value hasn't been created yet because the project's not complete. I would make a counter offer to the investor that they can get their initial capital back immediately and the profit portion would be deferred until a later milestone in the project. It could be paid when the building hits break-even leasing or perhaps when the building achieves its certificate of occupancy. It doesn't make sense that a partner cash out of a project and expect to collect a profit before the project itself generates a profit. And I say this for two reasons. Number one, as a general rule, you don't want to be raising money from other investors to pay up profits for earlier investors. That is the clinical definition of a Ponzi scheme. I know that's not what you're trying to do here, and there are ways to pay investor returns from reserves in a project that are perfectly legitimate. With the proper legal structure and the proper disclosures, you can stay on the right side of that line. But even if you solve that problem, I personally don't like the idea of one partner getting paid before the others. That wasn't the idea when they invested originally in the project, and it, they, and it doesn't make sense that the principles change just because they want their money back now before the project's completed. I think you can make a compelling argument that the partner's profit be deferred until the project's complete. If the investor objects that their profit isn't secured, you can offer one of several solutions. You could offer a shareholder pledge that would put shares of the company in trust they would automatically transfer to the investor in the event that you default on your commitment to pay the profit at the agreed point in time. You could also secure their profits on title with a mortgage. 
this mortgage would need to be approved by your construction lender or would need to be an unrecorded mortgage only to be recorded in the event of default. You you also asked about getting a new bid on the project. We've seen labor costs reduce in many markets. This is the result of millions of unemployed people across the country. We believe that putting people to work who have no work is an awesome thing to do. But you need to be careful as well. Most problems in projects are the result of making a bad hire. And since you're not local to the investment, your risk is higher of having problems not being caught in a timely manner. That means you need a lot more formal process in place for management of construction funds, construction materials, and quality control. Don't just hire a general contractor because they gave you a low bid for the project. Now, we've done lots of shows on the perils of hiring the wrong contractor. If you want to save money in construction, then make that the focus of your conversation with a contractor that you trust. The key to achieving that is the subcontractors and reviewing the detailed bids from the subs along with the value engineering on the project is the path to saving money. I want to thank you, Matt, for an awesome question. As you think about that, have a great rest of your day. Make some great things happen. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow. <laughs>